Well, good afternoon, everyone. The H1B guy here. And today, the H1B guy live with Mob Squad's head of growth, Graham Nixon. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B guy channel and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B guy offers a variety of, of consulting services and individual solve common issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigrants. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's live stream is Prop Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. workers? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Mob Squad has a solution. There's perm hyphen com as well as to Canada for helping sponsor today's live stream. I'm proud to welcome Nixon here today on 29th, a little after 3 p.m. Eastern. And, you know, really kind of what's been a whirlwind of the last few weeks here in the U.S. is the H-1B lottery has, has come up on, on its conclusion. And, you know, previously I've been joined by RF Kamani, um, the the president of Mob Squad and COO, um, as well as Nicole and Jessa. And I also did an interview um, with Sarab that talked about it as his experience in, in relocating to Canada using Mob Squad. So I'm really excited to have Graham in here today and tell us a little bit about Mob Squad, what his role is with Mob Squad. So Graham, how are you doing this afternoon? Doing great, Robert. Thanks for having me on here. Awesome, man. Really glad to have you joining me here today on, on this live stream. And if you don't mind, maybe take a couple of minutes and, and introduce the audience to um, to your role at Mob Squad and a little bit about your background and, and how yeah. you came to Mob Squad. Yeah, absolutely. So hello, everyone. I don't, can't see any of you, but uh, lovely, lovely to be on the call with you. Uh, so I'm Graham. Uh, I am born and raised uh, Canadian. I grew up in Calgary, moved to Vancouver for school and then moved out to Toronto about seven years ago where I currently live uh, here. Um, after my undergrad, I spent uh, seven years in the wild world of management consulting, so traveled the world helping big businesses um, solve their most complex problems. And a lot of those problems came down to talent. It came down to how do we work with our people, how do we get the most out of our people and build you know, a culture that, that will uh, last through the ages. So that was a really exciting career, um, but you know, I, was, I was getting a little bit uh, restless and trying to think about you know, how can I have a more personal impact how can I work for a business that has, you know, fundamentally a social mission baked into it? And so when I met RF, um, we started talking about the role at Mob Squad here. I was just a slam dunk um, in terms of our core, you know, reason to exist is to help people in their times of need. Uh, and whether that's, you know, sol solving a visa or work authorization for someone in the States or fulfilling the dream of someone who's wanted to move to Canada or North America, but has never been able to. You know, that's what Mob Squad does. Uh, and so as the head of growth, right, I really think about my role as, as two, two, uh, two prongs. Number one is to grow our number of engineers and our number of clients, right? Mm -hmm. The more people that we can bring into Mob Squad, right, the more that we can reinvest into that community. Um, you know, if you imagine that most of our people that we help are coming here without a social network, without a support system, you know, mm -hmm. Mob Squad being able to provide that right out of the gate is really critical. 
Uh, the second piece of, of, of my role as the head of growth is ensuring the personal and professional growth of everyone on the team. So if, mm. you, uh, if you do end up working uh, with, uh, with us at Mob Squad, you know, in the initial stages is not the last time that, that you'll hear from me. Hmm. So really two different fronts, externally helping support individuals that are relocating to Canada, but also internally kind of investing in employee and retention and growth. So I'd call that growth and strategy, right? Hey. <laughs> um, so this week, uh, actually on Tuesday, uh, March 27th, um, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, you know, put out kind of a, a, a news alert, if you will, um, that they had concluded the selection process for the H-1B lottery this year. Um, you know, Graham, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of different uh, swirling rumors about a very low selection percentage this year. Um, some of the folks that, that I work and support, you know, really one in nine, one in 10 selection rate that I'm hearing about. Um, so really interesting times here. If you are somebody who's maybe tuning in right now and curious um, and have questions for Graham, we're going to try to do a Q&A here at the end um, of the session here if we have some time left. But, but Graham, I wanted to really kind of get into, you know, reminding everyone how Mob Squad helps foreign technology talent find their next opportunity specifically in Canada yep. um, and really maybe get into, um, you know, kind of what that, that process looks like and, and really what, um, you know, your team does to help those individuals. Yeah, that's great. So to simplify this, right. And there's obviously more nuance we can talk about. There's basically two solutions that mob squad offers um, to, to individuals. The first is our visa solution, and the second is our global talent search solution. So I'll just give a high-level overview, and then we can go back and forth on more questions. In our visa solution, the way that this works is that, you know, you're a person on this call that went to an American university, and you obtained a OPT or STEM OPT, or in some cases, you have a CPT, and you're, you're still, uh, still in school. Um, you have found uh, an employer, right? Probably in your dream field, you've been working for this opportunity forever. You found an employer, you know, you're doing good work. They like you. You get to this H-1B lottery results like today. And Robert, we're hearing the same sort of statistics about 10% across the board for, for our, our network, network, which is crazy. Um, you get to a situation where, you know, you can't stay in the US, right? And then your current company is unable to support you, right, as an international talent. So you're kind of stuck in this limbo. So our visa solution comes in and does the following. Um, if your company is willing to partner with us, we will give you, the individual, a full-time offer to come join Mob Squad in Canada. We will then move you to, uh, move you to, sorry, we'll give you this offer to, to join Mob Squad. Upon signing that, right, we then submit that to the Canadian government and we can get mm. you your Canadian work permit in as quick as six weeks, which is mm. pretty crazy compared to, to most other immigrants. And that's come down recently, right? Like it was really eight weeks only a few months ago. So we've seen the processing times increase. That's that's right. Yeah. And actually, they have a, a neat live tracker now. And last time I looked at it, the Canadian government, I think it was actually closer to two weeks. So it's, mm. you know, it's one of the more efficient programs that that, that we know of globally. Um, so once you have land, once we get that work permit approved, you basically start the immigration to Canada. Uh, you'll land in one of our four Canadian cities, uh, Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto and Halifax. From there, we'll help you get set up. 
and then you will continue to support you know your previous um, uh, U.S. company on a long-term exclusive basis near shore from Canada. So basically you get to continue your work um, from Canada. And from there, we put you on a path to permanent residency and citizenship, solving that work authorization, work authorization issue for good. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's on the visa front. Um, the other one that, that we are obviously getting a lot of um, interest into is what's called our global talent search. So whereas our visa solution really does require you to have a company that would be willing to, to talk with us and see if they're willing to partner, uh, partner with us to make that work, mm -hmm. the global talent solution doesn't require, or global talent search doesn't require you to have that employer. What we basically will do is create a profile for you, right? Uh, and then use our existing, um, our existing network with our current companies, with other prospective companies we're talking to, as well as just cool opportunities we're finding in the marketplace, mm -hmm. work with you to land that opportunity. And if that opportunity lands, um, if that opportunity is, is extended to you, right, we would just initiate that mob squad process uh, and mm -hmm. begin the move to Canada. So really one front is what I'd like to call like a job relocation, almost job parking, you know, through PEO in, in Canada. The other is more of a recruitment strategy, probably a little bit longer term solution, um, you know, in, unless there's an opportunity that's an exact match right out of the gate. Right. So kind of two yeah. different aspects and, and entities, um, which is really interesting because it's it's one is white glove service right for employers and individuals the other i say is more white glove service on the candidate side right that's right so it's, a, it's a little bit of both okay so let's talk a hypothetical right i'm someone who was not selected uh for this year's h1b lottery and i want to initiate this discussion with my employer what's the best approach for me to go about that yeah that's that's a great great point so the first thing I would encourage everyone to do is just do a little bit of homework here, right? So um, one of the things I, I need to mention on this call is the, the basically the immigration vehicle in which we're able to get these expedited work permits, expedited permanent residency and, and citizenship does depend on you having um, a job uh, within a, an approved list of classifications by the Canadian government. Mm -hmm. um, so this is called the global talent stream, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a list of occupations. It's all transparent. It's online. It Which they updated this year as well, I believe. They did. Um, we've, we've talked about that kind of at the beginning of the year when, when I had RF on. They added, I think, five or six new categories in, in engineering primarily. Right. Yeah, they're still very specifically focused on STEM, uh, STEM occupations. So mm -hmm. think more around software development, data analysis, database management, um, website design, that that type of stuff has been there for, for a while. What was added this year were a couple of physical engineering disciplines, mm. so mining engineering, electrical mm -hmm. engineering, um, mm -hmm. there was one or two others. So to answer your, your question, Robert, why, why I'm bringing all of this up is that the first thing we need to do is just determine that you would be eligible, right? Because we mm -hmm. don't want to get hopes up, right? If And if you're not in one of these eligible categories, our our hands are unfortunately tied, right? We are mm -hmm. working with the government to petition to open up these roles, you know, e each year. Um, but but we are where we are. So the first thing to do, I think, would to be to um, to do a really quick assessment. Look at these occupations. Look at your your current role. You know, if there's a fuzzy match, right? Like you're not seeing mm -hmm. that you're just straight up not listed then the next step would to be reach out to us, right? I think, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the call to actions on this call will be, 
every situation is different. It's really hard to give specific advice to a, to a wide group of people on this topic. So mm -hmm. you've done that check. You think there's a reasonable shot that your occupation fits. Go onto our website, fill out our form fill, uh, and then we will work with you to basically confirm, right, that you would be an eligible candidate. We'll mm -hmm. make sure that you're super educated on the process. And then we'll talk through of whether, you know, you want to bring this to your employer independently or if you would like Mob Squad to bring it with you. Um, mm -hmm. That's a discussion that, uh, that we have. Yeah, and I would just ask everyone in the video description, there's links directly to the form fill that, that you're talking about, Graham, to, to please use those. And also on the h1bguy.com website, um, absolutely links to, to get to what I call interested in joining the squad. Um, so you'll see those. Um, so a little bit of an end, uh, and then, you know, submitting in uh, – what I call a qualification interest form is, is what I would refer to that as. Exactly. Um, so I submit into, I, I complete the form. What's the turnaround time from, from you guys and getting back to me? Is it 24 or 48 hours typically, or what should I expect? In a turnaround? Yeah. So we, we try to be as efficient as possible, right? You can imagine that right now is probably the busiest, um, <laughs> the busiest few weeks for mob squad uh, within the whole year. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, our, our commitment is that we wouldn't have anything sit, um, you know, uh, sit in our inbox for longer than 72 hours. Right. Okay. So one way or another, we're, we're going to get back to you. So within three business days typically is, is, a kind of a, a fair assessment. That's right. And so, and you know, um, and if, if you find yourself, it's, you know, day four, day five, you haven't heard back and it's an urgent situation. Just let me know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll poke, I'll poke you, Graham. <laughs> call, call me, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not because we're ignoring you. Perfect. Uh, that's, that's good to know just, you know, to help ease some of the angst. Right. Uh, so million dollar question here. Why, if I'm a high skilled worker, should I decide to work with mob squad um, in order to, to relocate to Canada versus, you know, trying to do it on my own because I know I can do express entry on my own. So what's, what's the benefit for me? Yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a really good question. So um, there, there's a number of benefits, right? I think on the, the immigration front, um, you know, we're a partner that's been there and done this now hundreds of times, right? So we know the nuances of what the government is looking for. We know their timelines, we know their application. And what I when I talk to our engineers that are on staff, like having that resource, having that, you know, there's someone always making sure that, that you're doing the right things is, is really helpful. Um, the other thing too, is that the way that that Express PR works is that by having an offer from a Canadian company like Mob Squad, right, that dramatically improves your your, your score and, and can kind of push you into, into a high probability um, reason there. So there's a tactical reason. The thing that excites me the most, though, is what, what comes down to, like, just our community, right? Mm -hmm. I think and for, you know, for most of our folks on the visa solution path, Let's be honest here. Mob Squad wasn't their first choice, right? It's not like they went out of their way and said, I want to move move away from the U.S. that I've worked so hard to, to get here, right? And so for a lot of these individuals, they're coming here with no support network, no family, maybe not even a friendly face, right? Mm -hmm. And so right out of the gate, right, we will we pick you up from the airport. Um, we will help you find a community to, to settle into. If you have a spouse and they need work, we'll help find work for, for them. If you have kids and they need like really good private or public re uh, school recommendations, we'll do that. We'll help you make sure that they get the right um, spousal working visa as well as the education visas. 
you know, it's just that full service package of making mm-hmm. sure that, that you're going to be set up for success in, in the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, right on that community is that, you know, from day one, you'll be you'll be in an office, right, with other people who are in a very similar situation to you. And so yep. that camaraderie, like right out of the gate, it's a it's a pretty niche community to go and try mm-hmm. and find this on your own. And mm-hmm. we have it built here, essentially. In, the in- fellow mob squatters, as I've heard it referred to as, that's, right? That's right. Very cool. Um, wanted to just take a quick second here graham and um you know ask everyone if they haven't already you know please make sure to like this video um if you're not subscribed to the h1b guy channel here on youtube uh click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we do go live like we have here today on march the 29th at a little after 3 p.m eastern um i do see it i think uh Vincat, I see your question in the chat. If we have others, Graham and I are going to carve out some time here at the end of of our Q&A to to answer um, any questions you have around the lottery, around the process with Mob Squad, and what's the best way to get in in touch with Graham. So we'll definitely be getting um, to all of those uh, before we close out here today. So, Graham, you know, the news here in the U.S., even kind of going back to May of 2022, Mm -hmm. Um, really we saw the wave start August, September, October, and it's just kind of continued wave, meaning the, the wave of tech layoffs that we've experienced here in the U S and a lot of the large big tech, um, but hasn't just been big tech e-com. I mean, really a lot of different verticals, industry verticals, um, and more recently kind of the, the shock and, um, concern over some of the financial crises that that yep. have been going on. Um, it, it really has just kind of dominated the news cycle here uh, when we look at at jobs and um, layoff conversation really over the last six months, particularly. Yeah. So how has that impacted mob squads services and and really just hiring um, in in totality in in Canada? Yeah, that's it's a really good question, Robert. So, you know, it's it's a tough market out there, right? I don't think we need to to, to sugarcoat it. And, and everyone has some experience with it, either directly or indirectly. Uh, as of now, you know, personally speaking, uh, my fiance was caught up in in some of these layoffs as well. So it's it's, mm. it's pervasive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mob Squad being a you know talent company in the technology space, serving exclusively U.S. clients. We're not totally immune from this, right? right? What I will confidently say, though, is that we have weathered far better than than I think um, expected, especially against um, you know against some some other comparable companies, mm-hmm. um, you know. But some the the biggest implication for us, and I think for for viewers on your call, Robert, is that second solution of ours, the the global talent search, right? It's mm-hmm. just slowed down a lot, right? We mm-hmm. are still working on this. We are still trying to you know, find those opportunities because, you know, this, um, this downturn is impacting everyone like quite unevenly, right? There are still some really high growth, you know, super scale ups um, that, that are still, that are still staffing. They're just fewer and farther between. Mm -hmm. And then the, the other side of this is that even if you do find a relevant role, the competitiveness is just through the roof, right? Because you are now more talent available, right? Exactly. Right. So it's, it's, you know, I think it is tough. I, I can't, I can't sugarcoat it. Um, I will say that I'm always optimistic, right? About the pendulum always swings back to, to the other side. And we just had a few, you know, 
unconstrained years of tech and tech mm-hmm. service success. So I, I think it's a little bit of the natural order of things. Um, so all to say that we are still continuing to accept applications for the global talents, uh, the, the global talent search. Um, mm-hmm. if that's something that's of interest to you. I just want to be frank and transparent that our timelines yep. are just longer than, than they have. Yeah, the expectation in a candidate search is, I, I think, really extended. And when we're talking about, hey, maybe I only have 60 days left in the U.S., we need to be aware of like how quickly something could move as a candidate versus the employer relocation, right? Exactly. I think that's, that's the, the really the key here. Um, I know there's opportunity to be had. There are companies that are hiring. Unemployment still remains very low here uh, from a tech perspective in the U.S., and I know it does in, in Canada as well. But I think the the reality check is, you know, the news is the news. The layoffs are the layoffs. Opportunity still exists, but it may not exist at the speed that you need it to. Yeah. So the sooner that you can get into the database – and build a relationship with a, a, a recruiter at, at Mob Squad and make them aware of your skill set. Uh, the, the probability of them at a future date having something that may fit your body of work, um, you know, in, in the months to come is, is more highly likely as, as these things kind of quiet down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think is really what, what I'm hearing from you. So exactly. um, good point. And I think good to make everyone aware, right? So that also kind of leads me into trends. Um, you know, Canada's had a pretty, um, what I call high-skilled immigrant target growth um, uh, over the last couple of years. You know, what are some of hearing about uh, what maybe the next three to, to, to nine months, you know, maybe – you know, end of the summer and then really kind of through the end of the year, what are you seeing and hearing and expecting uh, for the rest of 2023? Yeah, it's a re- really good question. You know, I don't, I don't have any, any crystal ball here, but you know, if I just kind of take, take, take the question, you know, over the summer, I still, still think and hearing from our clients, there's just a great deal of uncertainty, right? Um, mm-hmm. We do think that it's going to start to level out, right? Companies are going to know where they're at financially, you know, their baselines are going to reset and, we do think that you know stability will will return, but I think over the next few months, especially, there's just going to be a lot of anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And, and not anyone having a lot of clear answers. Um, so that's that's one big thing. Um, the other thing um, that will just continue though is um, Canada's aggressive you know move towards high skilled immigration. So mm-hmm. in 2022, Canada welcomed over one million. Its population grew by one million, right? Most of that driven uh, by immigration for the first time ever, right? Wow. Canada is not a very big country; about 39 million people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that was really significant, and uh, we're still on track to welcome 500,000 immigrants per year by 2025 it was 400,000 last year so mm-hmm. i think you know that's not going to slow down um canadians are overwhelmingly i think the last that i saw was 76% were like had a very favorable or favorable favorable view of immigration mm-hmm. so that, that will continue i think the third thing that's that's interesting that that we're hearing from uh from clients as well is Number one, just more openness towards having some of their talent support them uh, in Canada, right? I think mm-hmm. the remote work boom that was proven by by the pandemic has moved a lot of companies to permanently hybrid, even permanently mm-hmm. remote. And yeah. that's just really opened their minds in terms of, of this model. Um, the second thing that we're getting a lot of interest from is uh, clients that are looking to 
near shore, they're offshore people, right? Mm -hmm. So if they've got a team that are working, you know, outside of North America, they can't bring, they've had difficulties bringing into the States. Um, we're, we're seeing openness of, you know, parking those people, you know, a little bit closer geographically and, and time zone wise. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, I think those are the kind of the big things I see from like an immigration talent perspective. Another big unknown just for like the sector at all, and I don't, I don't have a strong perspective, but I think it's interesting to think about is the impact of all this generative AI, right? Mm -hmm. And some other products are coming out because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and what is that going to do to the future talent pools and the future talent needs of our clients? I don't think anyone's really kind of cracked that code yet. No, I saw a post um, on LinkedIn earlier that said, uh, seeking AI whispers, 325,000 per year. I thought that was, uh, <laughs> it, it, it stopped and grabbed my attention. That's for sure. Um, I, I can't, can't lie to you about that. No good points. I, I think you've seen a very aggressive immigration strategy that's been in place in Canada for many years. GTS with a combination of express entry, um, as kind of the post COVID emergence has happened, really, you've seen those numbers double and triple um, in terms of overall immigration in the, the last couple of years. It's been a very interesting trend to see. And not just that, but the attraction of more international students to advance, well, even undergrad, but advanced Canadian uh, degrees as well, is is going to have more of an impact at a future date that, that we're not really seeing right now. So it's a really interesting trend. Um, wanted to see if you maybe had a recent success story that, that you could share with everybody. Any Anybody come to mind where um, maybe in the last few months we're, we're kind of caught in limbo or... Um, yeah, um, it's, yeah, we've got uh, we got lots of this uh, going on at, at um, lots of this going. Just trying to think of uh, the good good story to share. Um, I think one of my favorites, right? And it, it wasn't super recent, but this is one. I I actually just joined Mob Squad, you know, uh, four 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 five months ago. So I'm I'm still learning here every day too. Um, yep. And one of the things that that really sold me right that knew that hey this is real and the impact is that uh we had a uh, an engineer that you know um had a uh, had the, just a one-year extension on their their opt and they they thought they had a really good chance at it so they didn't really worry about it you know and had mm -hmm. no plan b going into it mm -hmm. uh, and so when she found out right that she wasn't eligible for for the lottery so this is um you know this this around this time last year uh mm -hmm. she was understandably freaked out right because she had like done no no planning into this and so mm -hmm. you know was frantically googling like visa help can't like visa mm -hmm. how do i stay in the us she somehow stumbled upon us and a long story short from the moment we were introduced to her um to her landing in canada right was about a 30 to 45 day process mm, wow that i mean less than 60 days is it's crazy that's yeah. that's that's what I would call expedited for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good story. Uh, and it's good for people to know about that, right? Like not we're not just saying six weeks. Six weeks is like realistic. It's it's a yeah, real sure. tangible number. Um and that's that's a that's a huge selling point. So wanted to just kind of make sure everyone one um knows, as I mentioned before, if you're interested in finding out if you qualified, there is a link in the video description below please be sure to use that URL. 
Um, I've also, uh, Graham shared your LinkedIn profile in the video description below. So for those of you who want to connect with Graham, please feel free to shoot him a LinkedIn connection as well. Um, I do see there are a couple questions in the chat. I think that's probably going to give us like three or four minutes. If there are any other questions, um, definitely want to take those right now while Graham and I have about five minutes to, to kind of go through the Q and a, um, so I'm just going to pull up the, the questions here, Graham. We'll just, uh, We'll hammer these out. I'll, I'll take this lottery question to start out with. Yep. Um, so, uh, this answer is currently not known, but I've seen a lot of rumors stating that there is expected a million. Um, but the thing that really stands out to me is what I would call unique registrations, Graham. Um, mm -hmm. I'm hearing that it was only about 200,000 unique registrations. So that tells me that individuals are averaging two and a half registrations per person. Pretty incredible. If you think about that and what the electronic registration portal, very low barrier to entry from a $10 fee is, has created. Yes, the fee is going up next year, but right now we're talking like literally over a half of a million registrations um, is, is being speculated. Back in February, I had uh, Sophie Alcorn on, Graham. She's a U.S. immigration attorney, and, and mm -hmm. I speculated over 400,000. She said 375, um, looking like both of us are going to be way off, and the number is going to be much higher. So right. pretty interesting. Um, uh, Gerard asks, does Mob Squad charge any fees for their services, Graham? Yeah, great question. So there's no direct fee uh, to you as, as the person uh, that they're working with. Uh, how it works, right, is that you will sign uh, an employment agreement with Mob Squad, right, which will contain your salary, your benefits, your the relocation package, all of that good stuff. Um, and then with your uh, with our now client, we would have a client agreement, right, which would have a fee that that would cover all of that plus our our immigration expenses. Um, so mm -hmm. for you, the individual, uh, there's no direct costs. Um, there may be, right, and this is all situational. Um, you know, there is going to be an adjustment on the salary, right? The basic thinking is that you wouldn't expect a software developer in a major U.S. city, right, to be making the exact same if they moved to a smaller city, right? So mm -hmm. the same sort of logic. Um, mm -hmm. But, right, we always commit to paying within the top quartile, if not decile, um, for mm -hmm. ranges. So no direct cost, but there may be, right, depending on how Some salary goes. differential that, that could occur. And... The employer, when we're talking about the the visa situation or what you gave as example one, right, of the yep. two different service offerings, the employer bears the the costs, right? And then there's a client services agreement that's in place. And they also, you know, there's a there's a payment of your your compensation, right? That that yep. happens. It's just how the arrangement works. So it's good to make your employer aware of. They really will see no change. It's just you're a mob squad employee working in, in Canada. Um, so yeah, no, no charge to the services. And then on the candidate recruitment side, no fees as well. That's right. Um, if there's an opportunity that you're placed at one of mob squads, uh, uh clients, then they'll help facilitate that. But there is no, no charge to you, Gerard. Good question though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's no, you know, if you're worried that, you know, it'll cost money to even just talk to us, not the case. So here we go. Here's here's kind of what we'd call your classic scenario, Graham. There's two kind of statements here, and I'm going to let you take this. I'm a student on uh, status with CPT work permission in IT. Yep. Uh, my uh, employer in Chicago applied for H1B and fortune was not selected. Does can Mob Squad help her with her current company or chances better in relocating to 
Canada. So the right, yeah. like for, for, for Thiago here, what's the, the best way for, um, you know, uh, her to go about, um, or for, for them to go about identifying, um, if they do qualify and how to initiate this conversation with the employer. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I, I think, uh, the, the advice here is let's do both, right? So if you take a few minutes, um, Google, you know, Canada global talent stream occupations, take a look at that, take a look at your role in it. And if you, and again, if there's that fuzzy match, um, I would encourage you then to go uh, get in touch with us. So go to mobsquad.io, you have the link, fill out the form. Um, what we will do, right, is get to know you a little bit better. Um, see if your current company um, would be willing to work with us, right? And so have that discussion with them. Um, if we get to the end of that discussion and it's a hard no, right, for whatever reason, uh, then we can just, you know, if you're still interested in moving to Canada, we then put, would put you in our global talent pool at that point. Perfect. So best to consider both options here in, in this situation, Diago, is, is what I'm hearing from Graham. Yes. Well, well, Graham, that was great stuff, man. Um, you know, really appreciate you jumping in here with me today, March the 29th, uh, a little after 3 p.m. I know we've gone a couple minutes longer than our, our sort of 30-minute allotment, but wanted to make sure we got through the, the Q&A. remind everyone who may be watching this now or, or consuming this at a later date, uh, next Thursday, April the 6th, um, I'll be putting out uh, the H1B Guy interviews with Mary Grace, who will share her Mob Squad story in uh, relocating to Canada. Great conversation. She is a brilliant young lady um, and has a lot of great things to say about Mob Squad and, and the services. So check that out on Thursday, April the 6th. Um, I said Graham's uh, LinkedIn profile is in the video description below. Also, the URLs to check out, um, you know, the Mob Squad form if you want to go in and, and register and, and have someone from Mob Squad reach out to you. Uh, as, as Graham said, probably in the next, like, give them a 72-hour time frame to, to get back to you. So, um, you know, Graham, thanks so much, man. I'm going to go ahead and, and close this out here today and, and just remind everyone that today's live stream was brought to you by Mob Squad. Uh, if you are a technology professional facing U.S. work visa related challenges, do not leave your fate up to chance. There is going to be no second lottery. So take matters into your own hands. Mob Squad has multiple solutions, as you heard about. They help technology professionals that are facing U.S. work visa related uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. company near shore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking an opportunity to find a rewarding career in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as six weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. company or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. And also would like to thank our other sponsors, perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and also by Synthesis Empathic Canada. They provide an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. So, Graham, one last thank you, man. Really appreciate you joining me here this afternoon. Um, we... Did have one quick question come in. I will get with you on that and um, we can we can follow up later. Yeah. Um, but just I wanted to ask you again, um, you know, if you haven't already, please make sure to like this video, 
um, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and, and click the bell for notifications. Graham, you had one last thing you wanted to say? Oh, I just answer that question really quickly. Um, doesn't matter where you are when, when you apply. You can be in the US, you could be in Brazil, you could be in Europe. Yep. So location doesn't matter. As we said, you know, technology professionals from around the world who are seeking to find a rewarding opportunity in, in North America. Right. That's yep. the, the key and, and a great answer. So, um, you know, for for Graham. Uh, thanks again. H1B guy, your global source for all things H1B. Awesome. Thank all you right, so Graham. much. Everyone.